So if you could just uh, give a brief introduction for people listening who might not know who you are. Yeah, sure. Um, hey, I'm, I'm Seb. I'm on the Council of Kongs. Uh, pretty much been involved with Kongs since like since the beginning. I think day like two. Um, at the moment, my position is uh, dev in the team. So uh, I'm mainly focusing on the website, anything front end that we may need. Um, also with like strategic planning and kind of developing the project further. I'm also part of that. So yeah, that's that's me. And have a cat. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Uh, in terms of uh, planning and future planning, how far ahead, like we could say months or years, uh, how far ahead are you guys planning out expansions of uh, CyberKongs? If you can say that. Uh, um, well, we've been, um, we've been pretty much, sorry, my headphones just died. So just bear with me here, guys. No, you're fine. Pretty much. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, so, I mean, we always have things going uh, on the go, and there are always things happening, like, I mean, as soon as Rock's launch happened, we were already planning, like, the next iteration, and pretty much every time we have a massive update, we, we always have something rolling out, like, almost like a week, well, not rolling out, but just in planning, so, like, a week later, but I would say we're, we've got quite a bit planned up until um, Q1. Uh, something's going to come very, come, some things will, will be in, uh, be rolled out, like, pretty soon, but... I'm not gonna. I'm not really gonna uh, say much there because, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be the guy who leaks uh, the stuff. But we we definitely have a, a few things planned. Understandable, completely understandable. Yeah, so, uh, what has been the biggest challenge facing you personally so far within the project? Um, the growth of the project and how quickly it happened. I don't think anyone was really prepared <laughs> for for how it exploded. Um, yeah, also, I mean, I've learned a lot of things in a very short amount of time because I, I really only started coding about like eight months ago and then I was very tasked with you know building this uh, 3D viewer and also maintaining the website and just having to work with some of like the, the lead devs in the space, which was very intimidating as well. So a lot of like imposter syndrome, definitely in terms of uh, financial aspect in terms of my like own personal career aspect so that's been a really really big struggle uh, for me so yeah you said you started about eight months ago with the uh, coding yeah that's it <laughs> uh, I mean I'd done a bit before uh, pretty much like self-taught um, but officially it all started, it all really began like eight months ago when I actually started doing a course and yeah just from there pretty much ended up uh, quitting my job and now now I do NFTs full-time or at least crypto space full-time, which is really great. It's been a goal of mine for like the last like five years. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, what resources would you suggest people look into if they were trying to start out coding themselves? Um, well, I mean, it, it really depends on what, what it is that your, your end goal is because there's so much information out there. And I think the most important thing with coding, well, at least that I've noticed is just like, don't get rigid and don't get like stuck in a way. You know, you have to be open to like doing different things because if you don't, it's it's just going to pretty much you know, it's almost like a self death at that point. Because uh, yeah, you just have to be open because there's so much stuff going on. But I mean, in terms of resources, um, Code Academy is a really great one. Uh, Free Code Camp, sorry, is a really great one. Also, Udemy have loads of courses. Um, yeah, I mean, just 
find what you're good at with coding and what really interests you and kind of pursue it. Like that's that's kind of the mindset I've adopted for it. Uh, so, you said you were working with a lot of the the biggest devs in the in the space. Uh, would you say any of them were a role model of sorts as you were uh, coming up in the space? Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, for me, I'm working with yeah. I mean, not with just like rubbing shoulders. Was well, the one uh, dev that I work like really closely with, who really was a massive part in implementing the viewer. And also, who did a massive amount of work on actually, uh, like, translating the the Vox Kongs to be able to be used as three D models. Um, it's Frosty. He's like also pretty much my mentor, and he's crazy. Like, he's an amazing dev. Um, he used to like program games for PlayStation Two and stuff. <laughs> so like crazy, um, and build his own game engines and all of this. But he's he's also yeah. It's been really great to work with him. Um, also, it was very intimidating working with uh, Clumsier and Owl as well. I didn't really work. I didn't work that much with Owl because he's more on the uh, smaller contract side. But uh, with Clumsier, it's very intimidating. They're really like throwing things at me and saying things to me, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but all in all, it's been a really great, inspiring like kind of process. You know? That does sound like a lot to take in all at once. Um, how are you? How are, you seem very you seem very calm. How how do you? manage to process everything that's going on because i know you have a lot on your plate constantly how do you how do you manage um that's a very good question <laughs> actually uh i mean I, I found recently because i mean it gets very chaotic like in my brain when when things happen because i'm extremely adhd so <laughs> things if if i don't focus on one thing then i completely forget about it and then I come back for like five minutes and I'm like, shit, I was supposed to do the thing for this thing. But in terms of staying calm, I mean, it's just good to get in a routine, especially for me, like a healthy kind of routine. Like, you know, you're going to wake up every day at this time and do this thing like every day. And it's just like setting that routine for myself because also the, the one, as amazing as it is that I can like work for myself from anywhere in the world kind of thing. The one big downfall is that you have to set your own routine and get good at doing that. And I mean, I haven't had to do that since I left high school was what? 10, 10 years ago so it's all of a sudden like this thing where it's like oh shit I have to actually schedule my life and be organized you know which is a which is a task in itself but uh yeah to stay calm I mean also just don't, don't really like let people's bullshit like get to you because yeah the minute you start fixating on like the negative it's really kind of going to be the energy that you'll manifest you know at that point as I know you have a more of an insider view of the project and the community but if you were to take a step back and look at uh, CyberKongs as a whole, what change would you make to the ecosystem if you could? Just any any aspect of it whatsoever. What would you change? That's a very good question. Um, hmm. Damn. <laughs> what would I change? I, I don't know, man. I've been so involved with it for the last, yeah, like what, what's it been, six, seven months that... I don't know, actually. <laughs> um, I yeah, for me personally, nothing. Uh, but I mean, I love the project. That's why. So for me, I'm like in my mind, I'm just like a maxi for Kongs. Like it's just perfect <laughs> the way it is, you know. Uh, which is very naive as well to think. Because nothing, no project is perfect. Um, 
for? How would I change? I don't know. The awareness, the way that we're we're handling, actually, and if I look critically, like, I really think that the way that we're marketing, like, we're very focused on just, like, building rights and really putting so much value for our community. That's, like, the number one aspect and the number one thing, and that takes preference over everything else. So I think when it comes down to the marketing and the actual uh, getting our name out there and really educating people on, like, what CyberCongs is, I think that's probably the one thing we could definitely work on, yeah, and change. From from an outsider, from a from an insider outsider perspective, like it's, I, I really think that's a, a lot of people would agree. Just like the way we market ourselves, we could probably do a bit better. <laughs> and uh, what are your views on the Kongs tank as a whole? Um, I know a lot of a lot of people in our community weren't actually a hundred percent like clear on what Kongs tank was. Uh, so we we try to make some educational content to explain it a little bit better but um in your own words what are your views on the vision behind kong's tank well i mean the whole the whole idea behind it was to take this kind of um, ethos where you know we we want to add value to the space and we've kind of taken it further than just just with our community you know because the whole nft space like has to grow together you, you can't just grow your own project and you can't just support one project and kind of, you know, uh, it's like I've, I said it in a, a space a while ago, this idea of tribalism is like really, really toxic. So Kong's Tank is really trying to just show that like, you know, you can be supportive of other projects and you can help uplift other communities and it doesn't have to be this like closed off like negative thing, you know, like you only have to have this profile picture to do this thing kind of kind of thing. If that, if that makes sense, does that, does that answer the question? Yes, yes, it does. Yes. I believe George had a few questions for you as well. So George, if you want to take it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I've always been, um, um, interested in, in the, in like sort of like the formation of the organizational structure of cybercoms. And to me, it seems to have happened like, like the way you said, like you, nobody really expected it to, um, explode at the rate that it did. But, but I guess when that did happen, you guys had to adapt and the leadership had to adapt, um, sort of along the way, uh, in an organic fashion. So it's like, was it like always like 10 Council of Kongs members or was it like slowly added on over time? Something like that, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, sorry. I just want to check. Is, is my audio fine? I just have to change locations uh, real quick. <laughs> Yeah, you're loud and good. Yeah, would be good. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. I mean, with with the the creation of the council, that kind of came on before uh, the Vox launch. It was it was never always like the Council of Kongs, um, but I think that was the first decision in structure because we had like the the top ten contrib uh, contributors or the nine because you can't really count uh, count Mio as a <laughs> as like I mean yeah okay he's the main main artist so. Um, for sure, but you you have the top yeah top nine people plus uh, plus Mio, um, pretty much yeah contributing to the project, and then eventually it just came about that we're like yeah we need to just be more kind of structured with this, um, and yeah I, I mean it it just kind of developed. Um, it was never like a hey we're gonna formally interview to be part of the council. It was just the case of at the time I was really active in the in the discord and i was like really pushing on development and then all of a sudden i just woke up one day on discord and it's like oh, i'm on the council of kongs cool 
Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, outside of that, I mean, outside of kind of the Council of Kongs, I mean, inside the Council of Kongs, actually, there's, there's no real, like, anyone's the boss of anyone else kind of thing. It's just, it's just one massive, uh, pretty much, yeah, uh, contribution of everyone bringing what they're really good at um, to the table. And it's kind of, it's really worked for us. Um, it's a completely different style of, uh, I guess, management or working that I'm used to, but it's new and exciting. And I really believe it's like the future of how organizations or how, um, how communities can like really work together or just a group of people, you know, you don't always need like a boss telling you what to do. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I guess the structure. It's like, uh, like almost the team is like, a collective consciousness yeah yeah something something like that um i mean coco's an ai he's just main consciousness online all, all the time i don't know how he does it but yeah yeah everyone everyone has just got the same vision the same goal and i mean man it's to come across like this kind of people like these kind of people in this space because i i don't know any of them i've never met any of the council in real life like and a lot of them are still anonymous to me so I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's really like a once in a lifetime thing when a nons like this will come together and really like build, you know, for like for the community, you know, with no, no like ill intentions or anything like that. So it's it's really quite amazing. Yeah.